a Lifetime original podcast. I also, I keep tooting and I'm like, I really hope the mic's not picking it up. (laughs) I love a Lifetime movie. What alien took over your body? You gotta give someone a first look so you can get that cheddar. She said, bury me with it. Yep, in a shallow grave. You've definitely got on a festive short. This is where I'm immediately like, Randy, you messy. So I've got a Randy in my life. No, you, that's not how sex works, Megan. Well, you know, I'm on my applesauce diet again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it seems to me that your parents dying and then your little boyfriend getting lost up in the woods and never coming back paid off real well for you in the end, didn't it, Kier? I didn't ask for my parents to die or for my boyfriend to disappear or to get lost in the mountains for days. And I sure as hell didn't write a book to cash in on their death. Yeah, but you did. All the same. Hello, and welcome to another episode of I Love a Lifetime Movie. I hope you're not like, "Uh uh-oh, we're hearing Megan's voice. That means Naomi's not here. Because, surprise, I'm here. She's here. She's here. We had to, we had to reunite for my birthday absolutely um and it's also post valentine's week Mm -hmm, i mean mm -hmm. i guess it's post valentine's day still valentine's week and so we are obviously filled with love for each other so we had to we had to reunite absolutely we couldn't be apart on a lover's day no and i said i must be here how have you been naomi well look i'm keeping my head above water you know i'm just really trying my best to stay upbeat i but it's hard Mm -hmm. megan i I really take a lot of naps in the middle of the day, but because I have a full-time job, I can't do that anymore. Yeah, it's, um, (laughs) Naomi and I have gone back to work full-time, and, uh, you don't get to take the naps you used to. You don't. You don't. I was, I was taking three-hour naps. (laughs) Like, I was really getting in there and being like, this is a need for me, and now, you know, we are writing for the liberal media and is a tireless job you know like they need us to go tippy tappy typey all the time all Ugh. the time but especially you know you you know you're uh, gonna become a mother so it's like you really yeah. need to rest up right like you are cooking you're cooking i know you're cooking I, a turkey a big old turkey i've entered into so i have to i have to pee a lot during um the night because mm-hmm. the baby is punching my bladder it feels like um and so and i heard that comes to an end because then the baby like moves drops and then you're just so uncomfortable you can't sleep so uh-huh. eat like the thing is it's like everyone like i'm like i'm uncomfortable and people are like just wait it's like okay thanks <laughs> wow what it what how much fun you seem to be setting me up for so you can't even like store sleep before you're about to be sleep deprived right. for what feels like the rest of your life Exactly. Oh my God. This is, but think, I'm just thinking like today is, you know, this is your last birthday as without a, like a baby in your, a, on your breast. Yeah. It's just a free slut. Um, <laughs> it's so, just a free slut. Yeah. Last non mother birthday and, you know, can't get drunk, can't <laughs> eat raw fish. No, it's totally fine. I'm actually really, really excited. Um, I am going to see Ronnie, Karam, and Ben Mandelker uh, are doing Watch What Crappens Live in Los Angeles. We love and that. So, yes, yeah, so I'm going to see them. 
and I'll be as big as a house. Um, (laughs) And then I'm going to see Casey Musgraves. Wow. That's a big one. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. So fun little, fun little weekend planned. I, I'm not a big, I've always felt a little jealous of Valentine's day. You know, it, crowds my birthday and people mm-hmm. are so mean to the month of february just in general people are always yeah. like i hate february and i'm like okay well that's rude because it's my birthday it's also black history month um so <laughs> i mean you know the conspiracy it's like why do black people get the shortest month you know uh who decided that who decided to make that black history month okay? the conspiracy is so transparent it's not a conspiracy right right so i'm just saying for all of you out there trudging through the snow, Naomi and I don't have to do that. No, <laughs> no, no, no. That is the benefit. 70 and sunny. 70. It is a little worry. I mean, what the earth is dying, but 70 and sunny. And we'll take it. Yeah. They did have an amazing idea. And I'm one of those people, I'm sure you guys, I don't even need to tell you this, that loves my birthday and is like, <laughs> bring on the attention. I will share all your stories. Um, that if you guys have merch that you've bought, please yes. post it, tag me if you got pink fedoras. Oh, yes. Even if there's just an outfit that you're like, this is a little too extra for, <laughs> you know, a week in the winter to wear. I want you to wear it in honor of me. And if people go, why are you wearing a hot pink jumpsuit to your accounting job? Go, because there's this bitch out there <laughs> in the world who loves her damn birthday. And I don't know her, but I'm doing it for her. Okay. <laughs> I absolutely love that. If you have not gotten the merch, Eddie, LifetimeTVStore.com, then go to I Love a Lifetime Movie Merch. Also, though, if you don't want to spend no dollars, you know what you can do that's free and will also lift us up? It'll reach us, too. And you can call in, okay? Remember, we got the phone lines are open, y'all, okay? Leave a voicemail and tell us birthday horror stories, all right? Or any kind of birthday experience that you think could have also been a Lifetime movie in any capacity, whether it was a thriller, whether it was a rom-com. Just tell us a birthday story for the books, all right? Give us a call. Leave a voicemail at 212-424-7338. That is 212-424-7338. Oh, my God. I done told you enough stuff to do because Mm -hmm. we got to get to the motion picture, okay? We got to get to the motion picture. Today, Megan and I are talking about the movie Old Flames Never Die, which for me- Hello, but it also sounds like a romance novel, but honey, Uh this is not Uh a romance novel because this is what it's about. When successful novelist Kira Young returns to her hometown after her cheating fiance is accused of murder, she rekindles a romantic one-night stand with her high school sweetheart, Weston Wade, who soon develops an unhealthy obsession with her once again. Well, there's a lot to unpack. That's a long line that is actually a full book. If you have not seen the movie, if you missed the premiere, you can watch it for a limited time at mylifetime.com. And honestly, it is worth the watch. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, 
Okay. Now we start with sexy music, all right? Yeah. We start with the moaning. A couple is in bed in a motel. And this ain't a nice motel. Okay, no. this is looking real mm-hmm. roadside dive energy. Uh, yes, but it is a very hot black man and a very beautiful redhead. And I said, I'm in. Well, I, <laughs> I said I'm flashbacks in. to college for Megan. I <laughs> mean, not even college. Like, continuing until... I wound up with my husband. Uh, and <laughs> Ex- that, yeah, okay, oh, sorry. I just was no. like, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> However, I will say, I knew, you know, I was like, okay, this is not Megan's past because we see money on the dresser. All right. Uh, so this is a transaction. And I know you didn't live that life, Megan. No, so, I didn't. I wish I was giving it away for free. And, <laughs> but like, this man is so hot that I'm like, why would this hot man be paying for sex? But I guess hot men do pay for sex. Well, because here's the thing. And people say that a lot where it's like someone so and so doesn't need to pay for sex. That's, you know, we cannot shame that because some pe- it doesn't matter. You are paying for the transactional nature of it. Yes. Right. Like you're like, I want to I want to be in a in a sexual moment and I don't want to feel compelled to call someone back. I don't right. want to have to tell them my business. I don't want to have to, you know, clean my sheets. You're just like, can we go to some place and do this and just keep it clean? No, but, and you're totally right. I just it didn't feel like a business relationship. It felt like they had a connection. <laughs> well, they start off like chit chatting. But the thing is, the, re- the reason why I know they don't have a connection is because she takes money out of his wallet. I think I earned double my usual. And then we see that she was filming them having sex. She was filming it. She was filming Blackmailing him. To blackmail, honey. He catches her, okay, and confronts her about it. Listen to this. Did you video us? Pepper spray is very uncomfortable in the eyes, you know. What kind of game were you playing? Just insurance that you'll be back. Lover. Okay, okay. I, I think that I think that's illegal. Absolutely. It's also like, we basically find out this is a famous man, right? Because at first I was like, why do you need him to be back? You know, like insurance, you'll be back, lover. It's like, why? Why do you need him back? Don't you have a multitude of clients? I said, okay, I don't know. I don't know. But the fact is, she has no shame. She is like not afraid. I was like, you're very bold. Especially when she like swaggers out of the motel. She's got her AirPods in. She's listening to a sex song and she's she like, has Gucci she has a Gucci purse I'm is like, it a Gucci purse yeah I go oh my god she's got Gucci and then a hooded figure hits her with a crowbar and then I said oh well she's dead now because <laughs> you were so ready to identify with her you're like red yeah. Gucci I'm like Uh-oh. look at these heels I think she was in a green dress we next cut to a woman named Kira she's in heels she's giving us a bun she's at an engagement party and she walks up to the man we just saw paying for sex in the cold open, all right? But this is where we find out his name is Tyson. They are a couple. And they are at their engagement party. So did you guys finally decide on a honeymoon? Well, I told Kara we can go wherever she wants. And I told you, you have to decide because he has been to way more places than I have. And Mm -hmm. so it's like at this point, we don't know how long ago this rendezvous with the now dead sex worker is right we don't know the we're like was the motel months ago years yeah. ago what's going on but as soon as i saw them walk over to their friends at a cocktail table i screamed because who was in the friend group but patrick serrano i died host of lifetime uncorked <laughs> i couldn't believe it and i remember when he visited he did mention having a part you know in yes. a movie but i just didn't remember like i was like for some reason i assumed it was already out or I forgot. And so I said, I'm like, Patrick, 
He is out here. He is giving us a floral blazer that yeah. I lived for. And I just screamed. I screamed. She has a point. <laughs> Honestly, Ty, where have you not been? Well, how about Fiji? <laughs> nope. Uh, we took a long weekend there three years ago when you were filming in New Zealand. Hello. It's Patrick. It's Patrick from Lifetime Uncorked who's in the motion picture. Yes. He's and in the motion picture. I mean, I can't even. Gosh, a friend before we even knew that he was in the film. I know. And we got so excited that we're bringing him back on the pod to tell us all the behind the scenes of this film. Right. Okay. So Tyson, like Tyson is hot. At this point, I'm like, I hope this was a long time ago, you know? Oh, the the uh, motel moment. Yeah. So someone comes over and takes a like tries to take a picture while they're eating cake, and he's like, oh. "Let lady <laughs> eat her cake, please." Thank you. I think she's just trying to get like candids. Right. Like, it was right. so. I'm like, you're gonna tell this photographer she can't take candids at the damn engagement party. That's like the whole point. Um. And but then you kind of it kind of starts to be uh revealed that he is a very famous actor. Yes. And yes. That, like the cameras, you know, too much. And he's like, on our big day, no photographers, no publicists, no press, no media. Hell, you can elope at some isolated beach and get married there if that's what you want. Well, you can't have no photographers at your wedding. That's the stupid. Like, you have to have a photographer that you hired. And yeah, then so also, they agree to have one. <laughs> I'm sorry. How else do you make the money back from your wedding without, you know, like selling the pictures to people mag? You got to give someone a first look so you can get that cheddar. I know. I know. I was very, I, I was confused about this engagement party. I know. I, just a lot. I, I, yeah. I'm like, I was like all in on Tyson. And then I was like all out. Yes. yes. So it's the next morning. Tyson is making breakfast. His shirt is very tight. And <laughs> it's like, this is a crazy shirt to put on first thing in the morning. And this makes me not trust you. Honestly, it makes me not trust you. That is so funny because to me, I was like, Lifetime does it again. I'm convinced, you know, the wardrobe person is like, send me your sizes. And yeah. then they just buy two sizes smaller. They're yeah, like, they're size like, down. It has to be tight. We'll buy it in the baby size of that, <laughs> which is just, I just can't imagine coming out of my bedroom to CJ in a skin tight V-neck <laughs> cooking hard looking scrambled eggs. I'd be like, what alien took over your body? So Kira is upstairs and this house is nice. This is in the Hollywood Hills. Yes, And of this was giving me actor money. You know, like yes, it wasn't. Yes. You know, sometimes they're like, they're rich. And Naomi and I see the house and it's like, oh, God, this. Listen, <laughs> the decor was not what I would have done, but it's like we may be in the bird streets and I watch Million Dollar uh -huh. Listing and I know that that's high real estate. Absolutely. So Kira is upstairs. She gets a text from a friend who says, have you seen this? Not a good opening line. And, and then it's the video that we saw sexy dead redhead take and Tyson having sex. Oh my God. Oh, I mean, jeepers. I couldn't believe how quickly that came back <laughs> yeah. and how quickly that was undone. And so Kira's upstairs looking at this. And this also is giving me flashes of single black female people stay film and sex. And I just, that's another lifetime trope. We've got to remember people stay film and sex and then send it to people. But as Kira's going through this upstairs, Tyson gets a phone call and is like, um, have you heard what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> Immediately. So it's been leaked to the press. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then 
He's like, uh, let me try to explain. Listen to this. I swear it was after we- Wait, after what? After I told you that I loved you so much, but I needed you to just meet in the middle with me or I was gonna leave? Yes, that's when it happened. While we were apart. No, we weren't apart. Tyson, we didn't break up. Kira, when you left, I thought you weren't coming back and I went out of my mind because I knew then you were the one for me. That's when you knew? Okay, now, I think- How did it get out? Because she's dead. Well, exactly. This is what's so strange. And also it's like, again, how long ago- was this we still don't know he says it's when they were on a break which is like i'm sorry honey we've all seen friends you can't use that excuse anymore but the question of like so if she's dead and then someone found her phone yeah unlocked dead lady's phone saw the video then leaked it to the press this is how you know it's like okay there's some machinations at work here yes because machinations the the very next scene is a detective coming and i'm like right he tyson didn't even say she was dead you know like Kira's like, who's this alive bitch she's having sex with? And it's like, well, now we got a detective in pants that are too long. So he comes in. May I ask you, have you ever seen this woman before, Miss Young? Apart from the video? No. Are you sure you had nothing to do with Miss Connor's disappearance? Excuse me? Famous actor like Ty Harris for a fiance must get fairly frustrating having all these women around all the time. You know, okay. Thank you for stopping by, Detective. But if you have any other questions, feel free to set up another meeting where Kira's attorney can be present then. Yes? Naomi, if I am ever getting questioned by the police, I'm just having you come. <laughs> okay, but here's a question. Do I need to come in a red evening gown? Because our friend do. was at her house giving us an off-the-shoulder yes. evening gown, middle of the day. And yes. I said, that's why at first I was like, okay, maybe she is an attorney. But it was like, no, this is just how she dresses. And I tell you, Megan, I will do that for you. I will put on my Spanx. I will put on an evening gown and I will say no more questions. But I'm like, how much does Kira know? How much does the public know? And I guess we're supposed to deduce that they think Tyson and or Kira were involved. That she's just generally missing and there's been some foul play. Yeah. And so, yeah, because here's the thing. If they found her body they would find Tyson's DNA because they engaged in sex right before right. she died, right? Right. So, but they don't have that or else that man would have been in jail from the second scene. So that's why it's like, okay, they've hidden her, someone has hidden her body, but left, the, like put the phone out there to somebody. Ugh, what happened to the Gucci purse? You know, just a lot of You know that's with questions. her. That is a Gucci purse. That she is said, just, bury me with it. Yep, in a shallow grave. And that is, and that is sad, but also- a lot more sadder in the film. So you have to let it go. I need my AirPods. I need a Diet Coke. And I need (laughs) my Gucci purse I bought on consignment. Um, Okay, so next thing we know, Kira's going home. Um, And I truly love a going home story. Like like, when this was introduced, I was like, this kind of feels like a holiday film. You know, anytime anyone's going home, I'm like, it's Christmas. And it's clearly not Christmas. She like goes to a desert. But just like, yeah, just like going from L.A., my uh, my hot, famous boyfriend maybe murdered a sex worker and I got to go home. <laughs> well, but that's the thing, though. That to me, it's like, OK, she's got to go home because she's like, this is all too crazy. But she's actually compelled to go home because she gets a call. Kira, hey, it's Randy. Sadly, I've got some bad news about the house out here in Hidden Acres. The current tenants got robbed pretty bad last night. Really the life out of them. I think it was the last tenant I kicked out for not paying his rent. Anyways, 
this morning the currents broke the lease, packed up, and left. So I'm not real sure what you want me to do, but call me when you can. And I felt like enough is going on in Kira's life. We didn't need to add another reason for her to leave. Because literally, as you said, it was like, my actor fiance is being questioned for the murder of a sex worker that he slept so with. So am I, kind of, we, too. Exactly. And so we is my friend together. in an evening gown. And <laughs> It's like, you can go home just for that reason, but okay, add a robbery in there. And when she when she's being dropped off at home, you know, like in a Volvo SUV. Volvo SUV. Okay, with a driver. The driver is like... Read your book, you know. It's amazing how you survived. That happened in those mountains? Yeah, yeah. Working on a new book? I should hope so. (laughs) Oh, um, just, um, don't tell anyone that I'm here. You got it. Can we talk, yeah, okay, can we talk about the driver's accent? At one point I was like, is he British? Wait, is he from... New Hampshire. Wait, is he? <laughs> I didn't sense an accent. Uh, some there, he was. Uh, I truly, the driver made such an impact on me that I was like, he's. <laughs> he, we're gonna see him again. We did not. Um, nope, nope. But, but she also gives him a large wad of cash. Did you notice that? And she's like, yes. Please don't tell anyone I'm in town. And it's like, what? Of course I noticed that because I'm like, you do not. You pay drivers up front. <laughs> <laughs> And also, I was like, it's not just like a little palm of like a tip. It was literally just like, can you not tell anyone I'm here? And it was like, okay, Kira. When they pull into her quote unquote home, I'm like, is this a campground? Like, <laughs> it's not. They do not pull into a town. Yep. They like pull yep. into dust yep. and like a horse. It's not even farm. It truly, yeah. I was like, oh, she grew up. On a tent, on a farm, <laughs> in a campground. Right. right. Very she grew up rural. on the set of Salute Your Shorts. And <laughs> well, did you notice though, She the name of the town is Hidden Acres, which is like, yeah. yeah, right out of Salute Your Shorts. I'm like, what is this? And I'm like, of course. I'm like, yes, the acres are hidden because you live in the middle of nowhere. And she's going in the house. And then we see like what looks to be like a creepy figure come up behind her. Mm-hmm. But then when she turns around, it's just her hometown gay bestie, Randy. Kira, you made it. Oh my God. Randy, hi. Oh. How are you? Oh, I'm in the prime of my life, wasting it away, living in your barn. But hey, I'm saving up for my dream home, even though I don't have a man to go with it. How do you think I'm faring? Trust me, the city does not have much more to offer. Please, if I could airlift in some green tea matcha lattes and some hot men who aren't married, I would. Marriage, yeah. Another overrated adage. Ugh, I know. I I saw what's been in the news. I'm so sorry. Also, like, Randy, it seems like you're the property manager. This is on you to handle. Naomi, I, I, I'm very sorry. I cut you off earlier, and I do want to circle back, just so, we, <laughs> just so we really drive home, that the driver of the Black Volvo, <laughs> who was handed a wad of cash, Let's a very important nugget drop that at some point Kira was attacked in the woods of her hometown and someone died. That is true. That is true. Yes, she was lost in the woods for days and it's amazing she's still here. That's who we find out. Oh, okay. So Randy is um, basically walking Kira through the house. I don't understand. What did he come back for? Was he just pissed or something? I don't know. 
All he did was break in and took a knife and slashed the guest bed upstairs to shreds like he was looking for something inside it. And Kira's like, that's weird. That's where I used to hide Wes's promise ring. And I'm like, well, then, then, okay, then solved. The exactly. case is solved. Exactly, exactly. Let's go to happy hour. Get trashed on some cheap tequila and forget about that perfect piece of man meat. Total loser jerk face, mm-hmm. I meant. Happy hour. She just okay. got here. Exactly. I'm like, Randy, we get it. You need a friend, but this is a lot. But they start, they go into town. So then we get a sense of a little town, right? There's like a kind of a little, I don't know, a little town square energy. Is it's what a I got prairie town. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you're in an amusement park and they're like, here's the prairie town. Right. And you right. like put your head through the stocks and stuff. <laughs> like, it's not a town. This is. I'm like, oh, we're in frontier land. This is not a real place. (laughs) And I am uh, upset that they think they grew up here. I mean, how far out of L.A. do you think that little town is? I'm I think it's in Anaheim because I think it's on Disneyland lot. (laughs) (laughs) It's not real. It's not real. Okay, so they're in simpler times um, mountain. And when they're walking in town, they run into the sheriff which is yeah. like, everyone's got a sheriff. And the sheriff is the father of her high school sweetheart, Weston Wade, <sighs> who runs the brewery that Randy is taking them to. Now, yeah. this is where I'm immediately like, Randy, you messy. Yeah. I just feel like, is that really the only place that you can get a drink? And also, Kira, for somebody who is bribing drivers to not let people know you're around, you're you just, you out here in the main spot. Right. Why couldn't you just have a glass of wine in the house? You've definitely got on a festive short and you are parading all over town. I know. She was really, I love you. Like, change your clothes. And her changing was like sh- little short shirts and a sort of like a loose summer blouse. She was like, I'm, I'm ready to go out. I do think owning a brewery is the perfect job for an ex in a film. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Why? Tell me why, though. Because it's like, oh, okay. So, like, he did something with his life, but like, did he? You know, it's really like, it's above he owns a bar. Right. Um, because it's like, it's a brewery. I bet they like make stuff and there's probably like gastro food or whatever the hell people get excited <laughs> about. And it's, and it gives you the idea of like, he's going to be hot and he probably has sex with people that get too drunk there a lot. <laughs> Which is like what you imagine your exes are doing. Right. But at the same time, he's still in the town, right? So it's like he's gotten to the top, but only the top of this little petite town. Well, this brewery, though, looks pretty cute because they get in there where Randy orders a lot of alcohol for two people. Okay. (laughs) What are we getting? I don't know. Maybe a a glass of Sincere or Sauvignon Blanc. Okay. We'll do a bottle of the Blanc and four shots of tequila, please. (laughs) Randy, you tried to get somebody killed. This is like a college hazing amount of drinking. I thought it was insane. If you were watching this movie, you could do a drinking game where you take a drink every time Randy says the word tequila. I think if you if you had a drink every time he said the word tequila, you would be you would be blackout. You would not see the rest of the movie. I will say my best friend from home is like this, though. <laughs> when I come back in town, she's like, we need, I need 75 Coors Lights. Like, I don't drink Coors Lights. This bitch drink whole book at four Coors Lights at a time. She's like, she needs 14 vodka sodas. And she's like, we're going to get drunk and we're going to make fun of everybody. And it's like the last two times I've gone home, I'm like, I'm pregnant. Um, so I've got a Randy in my oh life. Oh my God, that is hysterical. <laughs> well, 
as they're about to, you know, lose their minds and <laughs> drink, in walks Beach Blonde, okay, a woman yeah. named Avery who went to high school with them. Wow, you look exactly the same. You do too. But wait, I thought you were in Denver at medical school. I was. I was. I came back about two years ago when I finished. I'm now the nurse practitioner of Hidden Acres. They're having a little awkward conversation where it really seems like Avery they does not like Kira. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is very uncomfortable. Wow, that's that's amazing. Mm. Congrats. Oh, here. One for you. One for you. One for me. And hopefully one for me. The man of the hour. Ex-boyfriend Weston Wade sidles up, all right? Brewery owner, okay? He, to me, he looked evil immediately. Yes, I wrote down, Wes has bad vibes. Such bad vibes. There's just a creepy undertone there. And he's also coming up with that energy of like, I own this business. And so it's real (laughs) like dick forward energy. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, And it's like- Okay, fine. <laughs> but like your dad, who's a sheriff and had a gun on him, was chiller than you. Exactly. Yeah. I, he wanted to have big dick energy, but it was just like, you seem unhinged. Oh, that is so strong. Yes. Four more, please. Uh, so, what brings our successful city girl back to Hidden Acres? It's so interesting, right? When someone just like, has a vibe of crazy because yeah. we've also we all experience this in real life. But usually for me in lifetime, you don't have the crazy vibe so immediately. No, usually it's like a little warm, it's fun, and then dramatic reveal. This was like, babe, yeah, you're it. you're the you're the murderer. You're the murderer. You're everything. I was like you. <laughs> I was like maybe he even paid the sex worker to to get with Tyson. Like to I just film. felt like. immediately and he was super jacked like we've done fitness (laughs) films at this point and i was like wes is like even like bigger like he's a little barrel chested did he play football does he have cte like yes and yeah you know like it's just like wes you're and your name is weston wade and you own a brewery and Weston Wade, again, this is where, again, it sounds like a romance novel. It's like, I fell in love with Weston Wade and my whole life changed. Yeah, shirt it's that open. kind of vibe. Shirt open. So they all take free shots. Um, and then it's next thing we see, it's nighttime. And so mm-hmm. Kira, Wes, and Randy are like coming out of the bar and being like, we can't drive. So it's like, that's good. Okay, uh, I'm going to go back in, flirt with the bi-curious barkeep and get a buster to just drive me home. You're not going to drive, are you, Wes? No, 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 no. Um, we can walk to the precinct and the deputy can take you home. And I'm like, Randy, you cannot just leave your <laughs> friend with this, with even though it's her ex-boyfriend, it's like, that's messed up. I thought that was weird. And again, his dad is the sheriff, but I don't think you are allowed to use law enforcement as a car service. But Wes has no rules. Wes has never been told no ever in his life, except for maybe by Kira. Well, that explains right. a lot. I that know. explains a lot. Do you know what we need right now? A little walk down memory lane. Hmm? <laughs> okay, I... Officially feel like I am in a time capsule. <laughs> okay, look, if y'all were together in high school, y'all over here looking like 37, you got to let it go, honey. You got to let it go. Yeah. It was just so awkward. But before I could get into how awkward that was, we see someone in a car is watching Kira as she gets back into her house. <laughs> okay, so yeah. we see the binoculars, someone from a distance. You know how I feel about this. But see the thing. 
Weston Wade is so creepy. I was like, you're trying to convince me there's something else going on, but I know it's but Weston Wade. I'm all it's terrifying. in on Weston. Exactly. Um, and at, at some point um, while they were on their memory lane trip. You know, I was worried that you wouldn't be too thrilled to see me after the way things ended with us. It's fine. You just lost your parents. I had no idea what you could have been going through at that time. And I said, wow, this film has it all. <laughs> um, they left to know she has been lost in the woods. Yep. Someone died in the woods with her. Both of her parents are dead. Her fiance cheated with a sex worker who has now been murdered. I mean, thank you. Thank you. This is the kitchen sink. <laughs> it's everything, yes. everything. Everything but the kitchen sink. I swear to God, they said... What is every trope? You're very right. I forgot. I was like, oh, right. There are no parents. We nothing. don't ever find out how the parents died either. No, 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 no. They just went. But look, the next morning, Kira is at home and her friend's all like, you know, Tyson wants to see you. And she's like, I'm not ready. Because she is eating a bowl of applesauce. Wait, what? In the morning. she is No, she's not. No, she's Naomi, not. Naomi, she is standing at the kitchen counter. No. She has a Costco-sized jug of applesauce no and she is eating a bowl of applesauce i'm sorry i first of all how i didn't catch this is beyond me now i feel like i have to go back to the tape i'm like play it back play it back a bowl of applesauce i'm like listen hey it could have been cereal greek yogurt oatmeal porridge grits you know like i we would leave a lot of but just this is how this bitch keeps herself in shorts <laughs> fashion. It's because she she's like, well, you know, I'm on my applesauce diet again. <laughs> it's like, I, I laughed. Oh, my God. Were her, were her parents killed in an applesaucing accident? I couldn't. I almost couldn't go on. Oh, my God. I love watching you lose it right now. Thinking of applesauce, it might be better than actually seeing the applesauce in the movie. She's so hungover. And she's like, gotta go get my applesauce. I'm <laughs> dying. I was absolutely dying. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Well, okay, that, okay, but maybe her eating a giant bowl of applesauce kind of explains that <laughs> because Wes basically shows up with a bag of groceries. He's like, I got all this meat and produce. And I know you don't yeah. have food, so I guess maybe the applesauce was tipping the hand that she had yes, no choice. Yes, to be like, but, this is all that's left. But I don't think you put that together immediately. It's like literally applesauce diet. You're correct. I was like, oh. she's an adult. And then basically she's like, thank you. Mm -hmm. Hey, what do you say we cook up some of this awesome food then? Maybe have dinner later? That sounds nice. I feel like Kira, don't invite him over. Even though he's like, I bought you groceries. He's just too yeah. much. But anyway... When he shows back up later to have a little, to have some dinner, she actually- She's finished a bottle of wine. That's what I thought. I was like, didn't yeah. she already finish the rosé he brought? Yeah. He and then they're starting another one. And she finished it. And a, a whole <laughs> bottle's a lot. Yeah. Um, but it, she is hung over from the night before. And we know all she has in her system is apples. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, this. she's drunk. Right. This is a trope that happens in this movie too. Randy's always like, hey, just like in the house. And it's like, okay, I guess you like live in the barn or whatever. Weston like pops up too and is like, bah! and she cuts herself. Yeah, and she's it's like, like chopping when it happens. And he like totally messes with her. Guess it's a good thing I brought reinforcements. Ow. Ow. Oh no, I am so sorry. 
like, I feel like every time he comes up, he's like always coming up from behind and like yeah. he touches her shoulder and like he does stuff where you're like, oh my God, could you please? And then he knows where the band-aids are. Let me see. How did you know those were in there? I was about to start unraveling the entire room. <laughs> Lucky first guess. I'd, okay. Absolutely not. Because I don't know about you, but band-aids are not normally in a kitchen drawer. Okay? What has he been doing in the house? Just poking around? Yeah, he's just, just like looking around kitchen? for stuff. Looking around for stuff. I mean, I assume when he staged the robbery, he like opened drawers and stuff. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. They um, have dinner. He grills the steaks and she's like, this steak is amazing. This is one of the best steaks I've had in a while. Kira, girl, <laughs> you're babe. drunk, okay? I know, it's too much, it's and, too much. And they're they're definitely having chemistry more than her and Tyson have. Listen to this. You must have dated someone seriously since us. Well? Oh my God, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to pry. I just, I've had way too much to drink and I shouldn't be talking it's anymore. It's fine. I mean, it's, it's cute. You're still cute. Okay. 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 Yeah. Well, he's letting you know what game he's playing. You know what I mean? He's making it clear to me. Yes. And and then we get a montage of like <laughs> what is them just like drunk having a great time. Yep. At this point, I'm like, she's had three bottles of wine. I know. And and this was hair of the dog for her. Right. Right. So I'm like, I'm surprised Randy didn't come over and was like, I heard everyone's getting blacked out. <laughs> Tequila shots. I know, but then they start dancing, and then Kira, like, she accidentally gets wine on his shirt, and then, of course, he's like, well, I must I gotta take, take this off. I gotta take this off, you know? And, and he's then, of, jacked. <laughs> of course, very broad. And then, of course, they start making out, and, you know, we're all adults here, so. <laughs> all right. We all know it wasn't just making out. No, they then, have sex. <laughs> They have high, Thank you they for have, stepping it out. They have drunken, we used to have sex when we were younger sex, which honestly kind of sounds like awesome sex. <laughs> I bet I wonder if she left her shorts on. <laughs> <laughs> left them on. No, you that's not how sex works, Megan. I I know. Well, <laughs> maybe, but like she left them on her legs. She's like, I have to have a short on at all time. Weston, you know I have to have a short on. My parents are gone. Oh my God. So of course, the next morning, Kira wakes up and is like, oh, good God. Hung over oh, two days God. in a row. Two days in a row. <laughs> and she like goes down to the kitchen and he is making, he's made breakfast. Yeah. Okay. And it looks and, good. And it's, yeah. And he's like, you know, obviously just like, all right, well, this is us. And Kira immediately shuts it down. Listen to this. Look, last night was. The best night you've had in how long? It's just, I don't really know where Tyson and I stand. And if I'm being honest, I'm sort of hoping that him and I can work things out. I'm just friends then. Just two high school sweethearts who had a momentary lapse from the past. Are you sure you're okay with that? Of course. Why wouldn't I be? He pivoted way too quick. Yeah, you get the vibe that it's like, Wes, you were clearly banking on this. And now, exactly. like, this was your Hail Mary. And now you're like, man, that's totally cool. I just want to run this right. Like, it's like, uh, you're not okay. And you seem insane. <laughs> then Kira goes to Avery. And I'm like, why is she at the doctor's office? Thank you. This is, again, I was like, I don't understand. And she like, acts like it's an emergency. Like, she's like, is Avery here? And I'm like, what? Is she getting, <laughs> is she getting plan B? What That's what I thought. I was like, wait, does she need a morning after pill? And literally she's like. You know what? I actually don't know why I came 
here. I, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go. Kira, look, I know we weren't always on the best of terms in high school, but that was totally a long time ago. Whatever it is on your mind, you can talk to me. Okay, uh, I was just wondering if you might have anything for a migraine. I used to get them a lot and I rarely do now, but I drink. I'm sorry, homie. Go to the drugstore and get some Excedrin. You're get some Excedrin and a gallon of water. You binge drank the last two nights and you're 35. <laughs> you can't go to the doctor. Avery's like, what the hell? I'm the only doctor in this fake town and I'm not even a doctor. <laughs> but the thing I love about it is that like Avery, first of all, is like, sure, sit down. Do you want something to eat? We got food in the break room. I was like, first of all, I never knew a doctor's office called it a break room. And then also she very quickly gives her a prescription for something. And I was like, what even is it? You haven't asked about the migraines, the duration, the symptoms. You just write her something. And you're just she like, didn't oh, even write her something. She gave her a bottle of blue pills. And I was like, <laughs> that seems weird. Avery. And that for me is what I felt like. I was like, Avery, this is not adding up. I was like, you went to medical school, but you're a nurse practitioner. Now you just hand out pills. I just <laughs> like, okay, you ain't profesh. The thing is though, I love Avery because she very quickly is like, here's the real. Okay. She is out here trying to help. And what do we always say? Without blonde women helping other blonde women, in this case, brunette women, no one would ever be safe. Please listen to Avery break it down for Kira. Kira, look, please be careful. He's not the same guy you remember. I'm sorry? Uh, look, I noticed how you two were looking at each other at the bar. Uh, he and I dated for a few years when I got back from Denver. But he was just clearly never over you. Huh. I appreciate the advice. I do. But there's nothing between Weston and I. Okay. Fine. But does Wes know that? Thank you! Yeah, and I almost feel like Kira brushes us off, too. Like, yeah, well, we're just gonna be friends. And it's like, okay, but I think she's being like, don't be friends with him. Exactly. It's like, he's not well. And you should yeah. stay away. And she's like, meh. It's like, okay, get your get your blue pills, honey. And then we see people like looking at Kira through a car window. We love a big love car that. window moment. And then she goes running in the mm-hmm. middle of the woods, which I said, girl, you got a death wish. You've been through this already. Thank you. And this is, the, this is the first time she's not in a short. And I'm like, this is when you wear the short. <laughs> She's in a Capri. Um, And so she goes to Randy's and he's like, well, I just came to see what you were doing tonight. I wanted to see if you want to hang out. Wait, Wes didn't tell you? Tell me what? Well, he made a rest for us at the new steakhouse upstairs at the brewery. He did? Yeah. I think he wants to impress you by showing you all the fancy things on his menu. And I do mean everything on his menu. (laughs) Look. I know something already happened between you two. I live like 10 yards away from you and his car stayed over the other night. I didn't want it to happen. It just, it just kind of did. Oh God, now you know and Avery knows. Oh yeah, how does Avery know? I had to go get pills for my migraine and she just figured it out. Look, I don't want anyone else knowing. You know how this town is. Honey, I'm not gonna say anything, but I do think we should go. I love that the brewery is the one-stop shop for everything. It is a brewery, a steakhouse. I bet Wes lives above that. Above that, 100%. You know what I mean? Like, it is like, okay, this town doesn't have much. Yeah. I don't know how places like that stay in business. Is it really, like, meaning when your town is that small, is it people, like, go there every single day? 
I think it's a tourist destination. Huh. Um, okay. And like maybe this is the off season or something. Okay. It does, okay. Yeah. It seems like maybe people go hiking there and take like old timey photos. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. very dusty. It is. Um, it so is. they go to the brewery and they're having wine. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like pretty obvious immediately that Kira has been drugged. But it's like, okay, you saw this woman drink shots the other night be totally right. fine drink seven bottles of wine the night after be totally exactly. fine and now they've split a bottle and she's like i'm asleep it's like that right. doesn't randy right. you don't think this is weird oh are you okay yeah no i'm fine i'm just a little lightheaded maybe she's in a food coma from all the amazing cuisine <laughs> would you two like a ride back you did have an entire bottle to share Basically, they're all driving home and Wes like freaks out when Randy's like, oh, what's in this bag back here? Well, something fell out from behind your seat. Can you just put it back, please? Ooh, what's in Wes's pouch? Leave it, please. Then there's a car that he's like, that's weird. That car's been there for a little bit. And Wes is like, "Hmm, I don't know. Yeah. And then, you know, they get home. We get this piece of information that rocked me to my core. Listen to this. I don't know how I feel about this whole game anymore. What game? I don't know, maybe you convincing me to stage a vandalism to get her back here. I mean, sure, it worked and everything, but I think she's still hung up on her fiance. You need to let go of this little crush. Look, I don't know what you're talking about, all right? Okay, and I've got this. Good night. Randy was in on it. Okay. Okay. And I was like, this explains why he makes them drink way too much of the bar, as far as I'm concerned. I was like, were you trying to get her drunk for Wes? It doesn't explain why you would let her get roofied, though. Right. Right. But he doesn't know about that part, does he? She's asleep. She's asleep in the front She's been knocked out. She's been knocked out. I know. And it's like, Randy, you know Wes is insane. Thank you. Anybody who would say, hey, I'm going to stage a burglary. Will you get Kira to come here? It's like, why are you agreeing? You're supposed to be a best friend. Honestly, Megan, we got to take a break because my rage towards Randy is going to boil over and then I won't be able to concentrate. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, we're back. I've taken a breath. I'm so um, mad. Well, of course I'm so mad, but it's like I can't make this all about how Randy is the worst. Okay. <sighs> but okay, Wes like takes Kira into her house 
And then Randy is like, let me get a flashlight and see what this car is doing. The one that's been uh, sitting here all this time. Wait, he gets up close to it and it's stinky. <laughs> and so he's like, "Uh oh, I don't know why this weird car is stinky. So he goes back and gets a crowbar, which this town just has laying around. I mean. And then he comes back, pries the trunk open, and he finds the dead body of whoever that binocular guy was. Yep. Yep. So just uh, so then we don't even know who Binocular Man was, but now we know he has been taken out. Yeah. And, but also his car still left there. That's what I felt was really just not ideal. With his body in it and decaying and stinky. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Then Weston comes out of the house. He sees Randy, you know, being a nosy neighbor. Yeah. And then he basically, not basically, I mean, he literally stabs Randy with a knife that was in the bag in his car. You wanted to know what was in the pouch? Now you know. So now Randy's dead. And, you know, I, I, it's like, Wes, that was probably a mistake because he seemed in on this with you. And also he lives in Kira's barn. I'm sure she's going to wonder where he is. And also you already have a dead body right here. Like, Wes, you need to start like taking it off from the brewery and you need to start going to bury some bodies. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But the next morning, again, hungover Kira comes downstairs And Wes is just working in the yard, shirtless, of course. All right? He is doing yard work like a real husband, real husbandy energy. Morning, sleepyhead. Weston, um, what are you doing? You don't remember? Wow, you really were out of it, huh? Must have been more exhausted than I realized. We talked about fixing up the yard today, last night. And don't worry, I slept on the couch. And it's like, and you need to sign my copy of your book which is called Love Lost. And I was like, okay. But then he also says like, oh yeah, Randy, Randy said he's going out of town. What I love is the lifetime trope of a total random telling you somebody close to you is going out of town. Yeah. And you not following up in any way. Like if somebody was like, oh yeah, he said he's going out of town. I'd text you and be like, where are you going? Where are you? <laughs> well, because she's like, he's not answering my text. And I feel like he said Mammoth or Big Bear. He did pick a place where it's like, maybe they don't have cell reception. Mm. And then Kira's like, can you just go home? Like, she's like, can you just get out? Like, he's so in her space. Yeah. And like doing all yeah. this shit. And she's like, I don't remember anything. Like, how is this possible? And he's like, oh. Yeah, not at all. I'm just going to finish up out back and head on out. And thank you again, Wes, for the front yard. It looks really great. Anytime, friend. Wes, you are making my skin crawl. I like know. I, I, I honestly hate Wes a lot. Like a lot, yeah. lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just insane how quickly, especially because it's like, okay, like I thought we were like he's like, okay, we're friends. It doesn't matter. Let me come and spend the entire day working in your yard. And it's like, what did you think was gonna happen? That she would see you landscaping and be like, yes, I do love you. She doesn't care. So she's like, okay, I'm going to go take a shower. And it's like, you need, and then she just goes up and starts taking a shower. It's like, you need to watch this man leave. Thank you. And lock the doors. Leave somebody down there acting as crazy as he's acting. And say, you're going to go get naked. I know. Anyway, so then of course, so then her phone is ringing. He grabs it, takes it up to her in the shower. Where she's nude. 
where she's nude. He hands it to her. And then, of course, but as he's quote unquote handing it to her, drops it on the ground, uh, on the floor of the shower. So, of course, it's soap and broken. Wes, what are you doing? Kira, I'm sorry, but someone named Steph has called three times. I don't know if it was an emergency or whatever. Give me the phone. I'm just... <gasps> oh, my. Oh, geez. I am sorry. Oh. Kira, look. Jeez, I... oh, I'm sorry. And you know she doesn't have any rice because her refrigerator was empty. <laughs> Just applesauce. Just applesauce. And that's not going to help your phone. Oh, God. And then they go, <laughs> he's like, okay, I'll, I'll help you buy a new phone. And then they go into town and can't find a phone? No. I was like, what? This isn't a real town. Um, <laughs> and I do, I am happy because at least at this point, she does seem annoyed with him. Like, it's like, right. like it's like, <laughs> I'm yeah. stuck with this loser all day. And he's like... But you can use my phone for now. Yeah, but I don't have Steph's number memorized. Never mind Tyson's. No, your phone doesn't help anyone. So while they're trying to buy a phone at a cowboy boot store, <laughs> they are going from shop to shop. Oh. A man comes out of nowhere and starts trying to attack Wes. Yep. With like a switchblade <laughs> and yells, Where's my money, son of a bitch? It is broad daylight. Now. Middle of the damn day. Middle of the damn day. <laughs> and so, of course, immediately the sheriff comes out because this is where he is all the time. Obviously, he loves to walk this boardwalk. So the sheriff comes, literally just like cuffs him immediately and listens to the sheriff and Weston talking about this guy. So did you arrest the guy? Oh, yeah. We got Andre behind bars. We finally got something we can hold him on. Andre? Kid who broke into your house last week. He used to live there before he got evicted. Yes. I knew he looked familiar. I mean, it was all happening so fast, I, I didn't even realize. I mean, I never met the guy before. I just saw him at the brewery a few times. So if you never met him, why would he come for you? Maybe on account of us kicking him out of the bar for getting too wasted at the brewery one night? Wes is so bad. He's like a... He's a good actor, but mm -hmm, I'm saying mm -hmm. Wes, the character, is a bad actor at hiding. Yes, He's crazy. Yes, He's yes, like, yes. I don't know, y'all. Just try to stab me at 11 a.m. <laughs> Maybe I kicked him out of the brewery. <laughs> don't recall. Like, okay, oh. Wes. All right, cool cargo shorts, dog. <laughs> but then after that, you thank God Avery comes through. Thank you for offering to drive me home, but do you have any idea where I could get a phone around here? Mine's gone. Yeah, actually, I, I have an old one in my desk you can use until you get a new one. Oh, thank you. That'd be great. And she gives her a ride home. And we get a little bit more about, you know, like Kira's time in the mountains. She and her boyfriend were out there camping. I can't believe that all really happened to you. And they never actually found his, you know, his body. No. And then it just became another bad memory for me to remember every time I thought about coming back here. So we see it's all it's all bad for her. And then. Oh, poor, you know, she doesn't even know her, her parents bestie are dead. Bestie and, Randy is dead and she's going to find that out too. And, and at this point, I'm like, I think Wes probably killed the boyfriend in the woods and the parents. Like, yeah, I just think yeah. Wes is a serial killer. <laughs> I know. I'm like, especially because I'm just, but then it's also like, okay, where? I guess the body just goes somewhere in the woods and nobody looks because the small town doesn't care. But we also get a lot of information from Avery. Again, Avery is out here really, like she is literally holding a giant sign being like, stay away from him. Listen to this. Oh. Wes and I started seeing each other actually around the time your book came out. He actually went out to L.A., I think, for your book signing. 
and saw you there with Tyson. Wait, wait, what? He did? Yeah. I'd just gotten to town. It was lonely. He was upset. One thing led to another. You knew I always had a thing for him, Kara. So then what happened? It ended. Bad. Started again a few times. Ended again. Things got ugly. Okay. I'm surprised Avery even goes to the brewery to drink anymore. I guess that just doubles down on how it's the only place in town. Yeah, Because she absolutely. was just like there having a good time. And she says things like ended badly and got really ugly. Right. Kira, his feelings for you aren't healthy. You should be careful. I will. Thanks, Ave. Okay, and Kira's like, thanks. And then she gets in the house. And then who pops up behind her but Tyson? And I said, praise Jesus, I have never been so happy to see a cheater in my life. (laughs) Tyson, you gotta get this girl out of this town. Absolutely, absolutely. What are you doing here? I came to see you, to talk, to work things out. Anything you give me. Fine, just get your things and come inside. So he sleeps on the couch for the night. Um, and when a- Avery sleeps up in her like room and when she gets up, there's a trail of her underwear, like out of the drawer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she's like, I want to go home. Okay. First thing in the morning, there's just a couple things that I have to, to do. And I want to say goodbye to Randy before we go. He gets back tonight. Okay, sure. Anything you want. I'm here for you. I hate first thing in the morning. I People know. are constantly waiting until first thing in the morning. I'm like, do last thing in the evening. You need to get out of there ASAP, sis. Yes. Okay. So one of the things she needs to do is bring flowers to her parents' gravesite. Mm-hmm. Who walked up behind her at her oh, damn my. parents' grave, right. but Weston Wade. He doesn't deserve you, you know. You came to my book signing? Avery told you. Why didn't you say anything, Wes? When I saw you, you acted like you hadn't thought of me in years. Last I recall, I helped you through your parents' untimely deaths, and then you just up and left me. You tell me that you just needed time to heal, but what we really meant was that you needed time to move on from me, right? <sighs> great, okay. great, great. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I really am. I never meant to hurt you. Which time, Kira? The first time you left me? or when you came back to town 10 years later with your new boy toy just to flaunt him in my face. What? This is what can be so crazy to me about these psycho stalkers. Why do they think being nasty will somehow get them the love they want? Because they're uh, like not well. How'd you get lost up in the mountains, huh? It was a beautiful day. We, We went for a hike. You read my book, did you not? No, he was such a... Nice guy, wasn't he? Sweet Sean. Well, it seems to me that your parents dying and then your little boyfriend getting lost up in the woods and never coming back paid off real well for you in the end, didn't it, Kira? I didn't ask for my parents to die. What, how would she respond? Like, you thought she was gonna, it's like, honey, but maybe he felt like, hey, I tried cleaning the yard and she didn't seem to like that. So maybe I'll just be mean. I don't know. Yeah, no, he, and he's very mean. And I sure as hell didn't write a book to cash in on their death. Yeah, but you did. All the same. Did you break into my house last night? What? And it's like, once you attack, once you say someone like tried to profit off their dead boyfriend 
tragedy, there's probably no coming back from that. I know. I know. The next thing we see is a very breezy day. Mm -hmm. Um, It's the same day, but there's a breeze in the air. And Weston is threatening Avery. And it's like, do not touch a hair on Avery's head. I will come for you. Right? Truly, truly insane. Don't ever come between me and Kira again. Otherwise, you may be the next person in your patient chair. And then Kira and Tyson go to a restaurant in town. He's like, can I please eat something? This town has like one restaurant. And of course, who shows up at the restaurant but Weston. With some weird guy that we (laughs) haven't seen and don't (laughs) see again. I know. I know. And he and like after the waitress asked for an autograph and a picture, uh, Weston comes up. Well, if Lana's getting a signed autograph from a big star, I'd like to have one for myself as well. I mean, we probably all would, right? Dude, what are you doing? I think he still has feelings for me. Since high school. (laughs) Tyson, stop looking. Weston asked for an autograph, but is clearly like mocking him and being a jerk. And listen, Tyson, he's jacked, okay? His shirts are tight. So listen to how that goes. I'm sorry. Do we have a problem? No, no problem. I just want an autograph. Clearly everyone here seems to think you're super special. Especially this lovely lady right here. Do you have a problem? Yeah, I do. Get your hands off my fiance right now before I remove it. If you wouldn't mind. What about the other night, though? You didn't seem to mind me having my hands all over the other night when I took her to bed. Go on, Kier. Tell him. Tell him. Tell him how we finally reunited and how it never felt so... Weston, stop it. Come on, Tyson, let's just go, okay? (gasps) No! Tyson, Tyson, let's go! I'll kill you, pretty boy. You hear me? I'll kill you! Fine. Oh, so good. Punch him again. Immediately he punched him. But I also love the moment Weston said something, he was like, what's your problem? Like, it was like so immediate where I was like, why doesn't everyone say this to Weston? Because his whole vibe is like, the moment he starts talking, it's like, what's your problem? (laughs) Everyone needs to be asking this at all times. But then, of course, after he gets punched, who shows up? But Weston's daddy, the sheriff. Okay. And at first I was like, oh my God, he called his daddy and was like, the black man punched me. Yeah, I was I was not happy to see the sheriff with a black man. I was I know, I know. But then it was like, actually, no, it's not because uh, you punched my son. It's because we found the body. You know this man. I've never seen him before. Who is he? Vic's a private investigator. I had to come check on you to make sure you made out here okay. To spy on me? (sighs) What does Vic have to do with any of this? He quit the job early on, and I haven't heard from him. Wait, what are you doing, man? Mr. Harris, you're under arrest for suspicion of murder of Mr. Vic Russo. Wait, what? You have no proof. Can't just arrest me without evidence. You know what, you're right. But I can't detain you for leaving the county when they told you to stay put. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. No, Jerry, stop. Can we just talk about this? Tyson has been with me since he's been here. Since he arrived here, we found Russo's body halfway up that mountain. And I was like, oh, Lord, have mercy. So now they're arresting a black man for a crime he didn't commit. In this small town. And also, not just any old black man. He's already a famous black man. Of course. All right? He's got all the eyes on him. And I'm also like, this is also while 
he's still like a person of interest in a in the missing sex worker case. I know. So he's so, not even <laughs> supposed to be in this town. Exactly. So it's like Tyson, honey. Tyson, the career's over. Okay. You lost your endorsements. This is not going well. And we see Tyson at the sheriff's office sitting there. Handcuffed. No deputies, no one's around. And who shows up but Weston? And he says this. You know, part of me always thinks that she thought she was just too good for me. I was always hoping to find a hot shot like you. And now I know. I was just a stepping stone to help Kira move up to the big leagues. She'll never leave you. No matter what I do. But she won't be coming home with you either. Oh, hey, looky there. <laughs> He's awake again. I guess I'll just call him the deputy. Oh, deputy. If you lay one hand on her, I swear to God, you'll be the ah, last Don't worry. Day. I'll come back later and make sure you get out in enough time to get back to the house to see what I did. I mean, by then it'll be too late, of course. But hey, I need you there. Someone's got to take the fall for what I'm about to do. Well, all bets are off. All yeah. bet. Weston was like, I'm done pretending to be like anybody else. Yeah. He's like, I am a nightmare. And at first it seems like his plan was just to like woo Kira and they were going to get married. And now he's like, I'm going to kill her too. Right. <laughs> like, well, that was a real switch. Um, okay. So we're back at Kira's house. She has some sense because Avery is there <laughs> with her. And I'm like, okay, yeah. good. Okay, yep. good. You're not alone. Um, and so the ladies are like, we have to investigate what is going Mm -hmm. on because Randy's missing. Tyson is at the sheriff's station. Like it just, uh, the shit has hit the fan. So they go to Randy's barn and Avery's like, all of his stuff is here. Avery, look. What is it? His cell phone. Shouldn't we call the sheriff and show him those texts? Randy could be alive. He could need her help. He could be in trouble. Do you really think that Wade is going to bring in his son to question him about Randy's disappearance? I mean, he arrested Tyson for the murder of that PI without a shred of evidence. And then we switch back to the station and Tyson tricks the sheriff. <laughs> this is so into good. Taking off his handcuffs. And then he takes his gun, pulls, holds the gun to the sheriff. And I said, Tyson, you can't do that. What the hell, man? Hey, I'm sorry. Quick draw is my specialty. Now, put the cuffs on. Come on. I said, honey, I was like, you're done for now. Like, Tyson, now you've committed an actual crime. That is Now not, you've committed an actual that crime. That is not going to end well. This is not. He handcuffs the sheriff and then runs out to go to Kira's. Oh, my. I, mean, I said, oh, God, I said, you could have gotten out of this clean. And now you can't, you know? And he's like, he's like, I got to go take care of the only thing I care about. It was like, that's like what he said, you know, something like that. So back at Kira's house, she's like, I see something in the hot tub. (gasps) The dead body of Randy. Now, we just said he got to take care of these bodies. I know he's uh, he's so bad at destroying a body. I was like, the hot tub was where he thought to put it? Also, you're not in a major metropolitan area. You're like in the woods already. All you have to do is walk like 30 feet. This is what I'm saying. I'm like, well, where did he hide the boyfriend's body, you know, 10 years ago, right? Like he obviously dug a grave then because no one's ever found him. 
So why couldn't you get to digging? You love working in the yard. You might as well. Doesn't a, doesn't hot like make something decay and smell worse? It's like the skin. Yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah, you're supposed to do cold. Wes, you're not even I good mean, at being a murderer. I mean, I mean, Ugh, I hate him so much. <laughs> <laughs> the women run back inside. Kira calls the police. Wes gets in through a side window, and Avery is like kind of like hitting at him with the umbrella. You're never good enough for Kira, and you sure as hell were never good enough for me. Yes. I no. said, she's right, but also Avery, don't antagonize him. Like I, that. Know. I, I know. I was like, you don't need to say nothing, girl. You don't need to say nothing. Yeah. Okay. Because then he throws Avery through a window and she's dead. <laughs> Avery? I was so upset. I was Me so too. upset. I did not see it coming. I was I like, this either. is so rude and wrong and painful. Ugh. I really, really hated it. But, 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 this is the thing. I felt like Avery was out here doing the best. She is trying to warn you about crazy. She is giving you pills without a prescription. She deserves the world. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I feel like after Weston killed Avery, it just let him unleash the beast. Listen to him going on the classic killer monologue that tells their entire plan and everything they've, they've ever done. Poor Randy. Poor Avery. And then the P.I. A fairly high body count we've racked up, all because of you, Miss Young. But what you don't know is the rest of them. Kaya the call girl. Well, you knew about her. But you didn't know that I killed her in a now agreeably ill-timed effort to get your loser fiancé put in prison. And yes, I did set it up so that you would come home after the sex tape scandal and be all vulnerable. And man, for a second there, I really did think I finally had you. But again, you chose to let me down. I mean, I thought for certain five years ago that I heard you were going to come back to this place to clean it out and then rent it out and then we would reconnect and fall in love again. But you surprised me by bringing home that preppy prick, Sean, who I couldn't stand to look at. So unfortunately, he had to go too. Over the mountain we go. Whoopsie! He's son of the sheriff, and he's out here murdering every other day. This town ain't that big. Every right. murder should be a big deal, and they should be trying to close these cases. And <laughs> literally the killer is under the sheriff's nose, and he ain't never got caught. I do have to say that this is my maybe new favorite trope of confessing uh, right before they get caught. Because they don't know, they're like, I'm so in the clear. Listen to everybody I've killed and where the bodies are. And it's like, you're <laughs> dumb, Wes. Did you ever think maybe she didn't want to be with you because you're a dumbass? <laughs> so truly insane. He's attacking her. And mm-hmm. this, I immediately had flashes to another movie because basically what she does is she sprays. Earlier, he gives her wasp spray because there's like wasps in the garden. He's like, protect yourself. And then she uses the very same wasp spray 
Yep. And she sprays him in his eyes. No! No! What's the matter, Wes? Oh, a little stuff in the keep away, though. Pesky intruder. Oh. And gets him to kind of, you know, stumble back. And I'm like, he should be blind, is what I assume. But he's he's still able to somehow clear his eyes and go to start strangling her. And then Tyson finally arrives. So again, I'm convinced he walked there. <laughs> Tyson arrives. Tyson shoots Weston with a rifle. No! No, please! No! No! Jiro! Then Kira stabs uh, Wes twice, even though he just got shot with a rifle. But he wasn't even dead. That's what I'm saying. It was uh, like hor- he was a horror movie guy. He was like he was like um Jason, you know, like very Friday the Thirteenth. No matter what, he just keeps walking. I, know. So I was like, why are you still alive? But she stabs him, and what does she say, Naomi? She says, "I even signed your book, asshole." <laughs> and she throws a copy of her book on his dead body. Wow. Isn't that wild? Wow. Okay. So then to me, I was like, okay, so now Tyson and Kira are trauma bonded by a murder. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're getting that's back this, together. They're getting back together. They don't, they don't literally went halvesies on a murder. Okay. He, is, he was like, I'll is, shoot you, stab. He is being framed for two other murders. Too. And he's also stolen a deputy's gun and he's a black man in America. I said, Tyson, there's no way you get out of this without jail time. But, <laughs> but so, look, well, it, but then you get sense because then we cut to, you know, a fast forward that wraps it up and gives us hope. And we also see Patrick Serrano again. Because he comes back in there. You see Tyson and Kira coming out, obviously, like, you know, in wedding white. And, you know, there's a small group of paparazzi taking pictures. And. Just listen to this fun moment Patrick has as he's like kind of batting everyone away. <laughs> sorry, sorry. We will not be answering any more questions today. We will release a public statement later this week. So please respect the Harris's privacy at this time. <laughs> Oscar worthy. I loved it. I loved every second of it. It was hysterical. But then also he was like, and then like, I just thought it was so weird that then one of the reporters is like, does that mean a happy ending for you too as well? Is there ever really a happy ending? Yeah. And then so she's she like, gets I hate the- my husband. <laughs> no, I was like, I was like, are you married? What's happening? Yeah. So it they they're insane. married. Tyson is facing zero jail time, and she's <laughs> gonna write another book. I mean, but then but also, but did you notice one of the journalists? She goes, How does it feel to be a free man? So maybe that was them trying to hint that he was at jail in jail for some point. Okay. And we want him out. We're not saying he well, exactly. in jail. It's just, you know, when you uh, pull a gun on a cop that you've tricked into being handcuffed and then obviously steal a cop car and a rifle, you probably, <laughs> you know. Right, 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 right. There, you know, there's a system in place. But we're know? happy to see him out. And I would love to go see one of his <laughs> films. The best part, too, is, you know, getting another book deal. You know, to get yeah. another book deal in this economy, you know, that's huge. Mm-hmm. So we're just happy to know that Kira's career is on the rails. Okay. It's all happening for her Gosh. the way she wanted it to. You know, the town, everyone's dead and there, <laughs> there will be all that's left is the sheriff. So, you uh, know, he's just going to walk around and maybe he'll start brewing beer at his son's brewery. <laughs> but everyone else is dead. 
Randy Avery West. <laughs> oh my God. I swear. I swear. I mean, if we, you know, we haven't done real hero, real villain in a while, but if the real hero ain't Avery and the real right. villain ain't Randy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I said, honey, I said, Avery, the only one out here trying to save people. And Randy will agree to fake a burglary just to get you back home and get you drunk. Ugh, it, you gotta, and the thing is, those were her, that was her high school best friend who let mm-hmm. her down and a high school enemy, it seems like, yes. who was there for her. So exactly. we love a Times going home story. Wow. A film for the ages. I had oh. a lot of fun. I had a so lot of fun. it was wild. And I'm so happy that we get to talk to Patrick Serrano because I feel like he will give us some tea, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. but like, and he doesn't have to like be all like, I'm an actor with, you know, Lifetime no. and my publicist told me to say that. Like, Patrick is going to give us the real, and that is why I love it. You guys, let's get to talking to Patrick Serrano of Lifetime on court about old flames never die. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Fresh from officiating a wedding, which feels very fitting for his character, we have one of the stars of Old Flames (laughs) Never Die and a returning guest and podcast host of Lifetime Uncorked. Please welcome back Patrick Serrano. Yay. Ah, We're doing it. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Okay, so I have a very funny confession to make. When I was watching this film, um, I wrote down in my notes when you appeared on screen, I know this gay man. (laughs) And I like couldn't, I was like, where do I know him? And I meant to go look it back up again. And I'm like, I, it just seems so how, how is a man able to host a lifetime podcast and be on my silver screen? It's like a breaking of the fourth wall that my brain couldn't even wrap around. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's what I hope everyone thinks when they watch the movie. Who I know this gay man. Who this is gay this man. gay man? <laughs> yes. You know, and there are other gay men in the movie, but uh-huh. I am I'm that gay man where you're like, I actually might know him. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. You're also the surviving gay man. Yeah. Okay? And that's uh-huh. I think what ma- what matters the most. Now, True. Patrick, if I remember correctly, when you were on last time and you were just, you know, you'd already shot the film. Yes. I believe you mentioned the jacket you wore. Yeah. And that first scene is from your own closet. Is that correct? So, well, no. The jacket <gasps> is the one thing I don't own, but oh. I should have stolen. Mm-hmm. But I, yes. but everything else was mine. Everything else was mine. Yes. I love um, that jacket. I thought, I, I said, jacket. okay, it's a hat on a hat. They really don't need to put him in such a loud jacket. <laughs> because oh, everybody yeah. else was like in muted tones. And then mm-hmm. it was like... Now look at Patrick. <laughs> it it was so funny when when the uh, the uh, what is it called Co- wardrobe department was like emailing me back and forth. They're like, we really want to like you know go bold prints and patterns. I'm like, yes, but like if you've ever met me, it'll be very obvious what's going on there. <laughs> I, this is a gay face right here. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You are, and you're the celebratory gay. Yes. in the yes. film, and then there's sort of like the hometown gay. 
Right. Hometown um, gay. A br- kind of bro-y gay. Exactly. I did not know he was gay um, until maybe his second scene. Oh, yeah. You. I knew you, I knew. Right, right. Yeah. You know? And, well, and this is this is in life, too, right? There's days where you're like, hmm, I don't know. And yeah. then there's me, you know? And I'm like, yeah, here I am. And uh, deal with it, people. Uh, <laughs> um, Now, tell me again, you know, we know these Lifetime movies shoot quick and dirty, Henny. Right. Now, did you guys have any time to socialize on set like you and the other actors or was it literally just like stand by this cocktail table we got 30 minutes so interesting to, interesting uh that you asked this because i i actually recently saw you in search party and i was like oh my god ah! <laughs> yeah i'm in search party <laughs> uh, i'm like there's my friend so it's so fun <laughs> i know <laughs> like, this gay man yeah exactly right exactly. <laughs> yeah that gay man um so I got there. I only did a one day shoot, but I got there. Uh, I didn't even do hair and makeup. It was me oh, like what? sitting very quietly in a room, you like great. going over my five lines. And I'm like, I'm an improv- improviser. I know how to just kind of <laughs> wing it. Um, and then we went on lunch. So we got a lot of time to socialize and mm-hmm. like kind of just hang out. And it's like me, a normie, right. and then all these beautiful lifetime actors. Yes. And even the director, Jake, he's like a very handsome man. Uh, so wow. it was like intimidating to walk into this like room of tens yeah. and just be like, I'm just a normal boy. No, you're uh, a ten. You're a ten. You wouldn't you know? have been there if you weren't a ten. That's true. Right. Well, lifetime right? doesn't it, play. They do not. Well, then once when they put me in hair and makeup, I was like, oh, yes, I am a ten. <laughs> yeah. And I actually bonded. There was a re- reporter at the very end of yes, the movie. Yes, the black lady. Yes. The black lady. Yes, yes. yes. Her name's Cynthia. She's an author, and she doesn't really do acting. She does acting here and there, but she's more of like a, a like author. So she's what? like writes, and we were just kind of talking about that, and like being the two like POCs on set. We we're like, all right, we're bonding <laughs> together, and we'll we'll have our safety together. So it was really yeah. really fun. She was I, like my best friend on set. What did you think of the movie? Um, do, like, what's the rose that stood out to you? First of all, uh, Ninth House Productions is a production company. So whenever they have that logo at the beginning, yeah. it's like Mara Vista is one that yeah. I'm always like, okay, I'm in for a good time. And then yeah. Ninth House is one that I'm yeah. like, all right, this is going to be like a murdery thriller one. Right. So I, I definitely came into it knowing that that was what I was going to expect. And when we delivered, we got the the shirtless hunks, which we love. Uh-huh, we uh-huh. got the, the strong male thrusting uh, sex scene. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and then we get the bad, the bad guy, the the you know the hunk who just continues to be, be bad throughout the whole movie, Ugh. and that's what we want. We want to see how bad is he gonna get. I, I just loved it. How do we feel about the actor who played Tyson? Because you had that scene with him. Was he nice? His lips were very full. Okay, yeah. so here's the here's the tea on Tyson. Okay, okay. I love it. Um, so his name's Rich. He is um a twin. Okay. okay. Wow. And I was like, oh, a twin. I'm interested. And he was just kind of talking like like he's like do, been kind of coming up like in the mm-hmm. in the industry, I suppose. So this is like one of his like big bigger featured roles. Mm-hmm. And he was obviously the hunk of the movie, right? right? Yeah. You're like yeah. when when I saw the movie and then he had his shirt off in the first 5 seconds, yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, thank you. I I didn't get to see that on set. Like we didn't share a dressing room <laughs> or anything." Um but no, so cool, so cool. And like he has like a military background, so you could definitely <gasps> wow. see that too. So yeah. he's lived a life. He's like a I'm ready for his lifetime movie to come out. Okay, we love that. I didn't think you needed to kill Avery. I thought like no. Avery was going to be a friend for life. And I just loved too that it was like, listen, we maybe necessarily didn't get along in high school, but now we yes. do get along. And she just from like, the moment she came up in the bar, I was like, are we going to have to ha- keep an eye on her? And then I'm like, mm-hmm. couldn't have more pure intentions and help and a first aid kit at all times. Like, yes. 
Yeah, so glad that she wasn't in on it because, like, when the gay was like, I'm in on it, I'm like, oh man, uh, you're, you're giving us a bad reputation. <laughs> I was mad sir. at him. I was yeah, mad at him. Real mad at him. He was a Never trust the gay ladies. Never trust the gay. <laughs> well, and a real estate gay, it's like, it's Randy, that. It's like a, a real estate gay is always trying to sell you something. Okay? Yeah, yep. he, he had his problem. hand in too many pots. It's like, are you managing this for your friend? Are you a good friend to her? Are you real estate? Are you trying to have sex with people? Are you at the brewery? Like, Randy, you got to pick a damn lane. And guess what? Now you're dead. So you can't. Yeah. That's Absolutely. what you get. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Patrick, my true angel. Thank you so much for coming through. How was the wedding you just officiated? Oh, my gosh. It was a gay wedding, of course. And okay. <laughs> um, it was my first gay wedding. It was amazing. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, everyone said I did a good job. So I'm, I'm, I'm very proud. So yeah. you have a movie coming out this week and you officiated your first wedding. And you better believe in the ceremony, I plugged my own movie. Okay, <laughs> okay how? How, Patrick? You have to tell me how. Uh, well, okay, here's what I did. We had a Zoom and I said, oh, here's the Zoom. Everyone high on Zoom. I'm like, wow, it looks like um, uh, like Oprah's watching. And I was like making a celebrity joke of like all okay, the celebrities great. who are on Zoom. And I'm like, speaking uh-huh. of watching things, uh, my <laughs> Lifetime movie comes out February 11th. Amazing. Check it out. Okay, yeah. obsessed. Uh, that is how you do like- it. <laughs> oh, everybody after the after the ceremony was like, was that real or was that a joke? I'm like, it's 100% real. I expect you to watch. <laughs> wow. I Good for you, plugging it. Um, well, that's great. Did you? Yeah, I wish you would have kept the floral blazer. That would have made an amazing efficient look. Oh, yeah. I, I did buy a knockoff on Amazon. So <laughs> okay, okay, I have that. Okay. I have that for the premiere. Uh, the movie got moved a couple times. So I did have a premiere party in Chicago and I wore my uh, my floral uh, vest or okay. floor jacket. Amazing. Oh, um, okay, I'm really, really quickly because you know all Megan and I want is to be in a Lifetime movie. How did you befriend the director? I knew that, I think you said he was already familiar with your pod. Yeah. But like, is that it? That he just reached out to you? That is it. He reached oh. out to me, but but I, but I we followed each other on Instagram. So once you like find out who the directors are, just okay. like, you know, follow them on Instagram and okay. leave it open. Not above leave the it. Door, Not above Leave it. the door open mm-hmm. for them to walk through. As Bruno right? Mars would say, we will be leaving that door open. Um, <laughs> Patrick, gosh, stay warm. I see your fireplace going. Oh, you know You're, Chicago, honey. I know. It's, your couch looks comfy. I know. This Love is, that apartment. It's so exciting to see you on the screen and back here with us. Thank you so much. And you absolutely were amazing. Thank you. You all are so kind. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to see what's next for both of you. Uh, more, more, more surprises on screen. Yeah. I just want to see your little faces pop up everywhere. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my God. He's I an inspiration. Him. He's and an inspiration. Plugging, plugging his own film on, on a Zoom wedding is a <laughs> But I also feel like that's exactly something you would do, Meg. Oh, yeah. I would be like, <laughs> hit me up in the chat. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, like, I did a Zoom show last week. It's like, I'm still doing them. I, I know. Like, they, I, I won't ever stop. <laughs> I don't mind them at all. I'm literally yeah. like, I don't, do I really need laughter? No, I just need to talk. Yeah. And I was going to cancel my one last week because I was like, I'm really tired. And then I'm like, I can do this in my bed. Like, <laughs> Uh, but I'm so happy and I'm I'm glad that I solved the mystery of who is this gay man that is so fun. <laughs> um, Patrick Serrano. Okay, so next week, Naomi, I'm so happy you were able to be here for this old flame because I think of you as my oldest and dearest flame. <laughs> <laughs> 
Next week, um, we are covering a film called Mile High Escorts. Oh. Following the death of a coworker, a young woman working for a private airline learns the owner's secret and becomes the next target. You okay. can watch this Lifetime Movie Club. Go to my go to lifetimemovieclub.com slash podcast to sign up if you haven't already. I can tell you I have already watched this film. And I know it's not right to pick your favorite children, but <laughs> as a as a Lifetime podcast host, I feel like maybe I can rank my favorite. And yeah. Mile High Escorts is firmly in my top three. Wow. I wow. emailed producer Julie and I said, this film is flawless. I <laughs> loved it. It was so good. It made me want to become an escort. Okay, huge, huge. You're telling me it's inspirational thriller. All right. Yes. The fear is like, you're like, how can I get to the next level? What can yes. I do at 30,000 feet? Oh, and that's uh, it. Yes. Okay, we've got wow. multiple, loca- multiple international locations. Okay. What? Yes. Okay. Wow. Okay. Lifetime. They opened the purse strings. They exactly. opened them. They opened them. They said, this one's got to be the big one. It's it's Spice World meets Thriller. Um, <laughs> I I loved it so much. So highly recommend watching it before. Um, before we recap it, Naomi, it was so great to see you. So great to see you too, my love. I'm just literally just, oh, I'm livid. I'm verklempt that I'm missing Mile High Escorts conversation. But I know the podcast will be in beautiful hands and I'll yeah. be back. I'll be back. So, you know, just go with God knowing that I'm thinking of you. Uh, Thank you. And you guys, I guess, Megan, we'll see you next week. Right? Yeah. Bye, Escorts. I love a Lifetime movie. If you love Lifetime movies as much as we do, tune into Lifetime and LMN to watch all the new and classic movies that we can't get enough of. Check your local listings to find out what's airing on Lifetime and LMN because it just might be the movie we talk about next. This podcast would not be possible if it was just Naomi and me, for sure. Absolutely not. (laughs) I Love a Lifetime movie is produced by Julie Magruder with Chris Boniello as editor and sound mixer. Executive produced by Jesse Katz and Ted Butler with original music by Blake Maples and hosted by Naomi and Megan. Us. 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 I mean, you you should know that by now. If you've gotten to this point, you should know that we're the host. Okay? <laughs> I, it feels like we don't even need to say it, but we'll put ourselves in the credits. 